This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com Hey everyone, my name is referee Tony S and this is Heat, the wrestling podcast. Like you first and foremost, I'm a wrestling fan and for nearly two decades I've maintained law and order inside the squared circle in New England and throughout the country, working with some of the best and brightest from wrestling's past, present, and future. Now, I bring my authoritative tell-it-like-it-is style to the podcast world. Join me each week as we go through all the major headlines from the global companies, independents, and in-between. 
and most importantly, the women will receive the coverage and headlines they truly deserve as they'll empower the second half of the show. Plus, I'll introduce you to my friends and colleagues within all forms of wrestling and entertainment, answer your questions, anything goes, no holds, well, questions barred, and throw in some fun surprises along the way. Get ready for the spark that fuels the flame. Listen on Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of the Front Row Material brand. My name is Mike Freeland. We are brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. Make sure you check us out on all of the different wrestling uh, platforms that you can get your podcasts, which is like Apple iTunes, Stitcher, FM Player. You name it, we are probably out there. And you know what? If you're not sure where we are, just go ahead and put it into Google. Put in Google, say Front Row Material Podcast, and we will pop up. So with that being said, let me go ahead and bring in my colleague. He is from another country. It's not third world, not quite second world. I'm not really quite sure what world it is, but the world he lives in is a good one. Let's bring him in. I affectionately refer to him as the ass man, but he is just known to the world. And I mean this as the butt. What's going on, Butster? This is it, Michael. Another day done. (laughs) Typical Tuesday night. Get to hang out with you, you knucklehead, and I'll no doubt make fun of you at some point. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I would accept. I, I wouldn't want anything else. I, I love your opening line. Well, this is it. <laughs> well, <laughs> this well, is it. This is it. This is about as good as life's going to get right now on a Tuesday night. Um, We've got another snowstorm coming here. I could be locked down. Who knows? You do. You have a snowstorm coming. Um, I have a snowstorm coming here as well. It's probably the one that's going to be heading towards you. It's going coming through the Midwest. Maybe it's not the same one, but um, I don't think our snowstorm has a passport, but uh, we're supposed to get about six inches of snow. My, uh, that's the only man is going to get six inches. That ants, yeah, six inches. That's about as, it's about as much as we usually get around this area. So, I mean, what is the prognosticator saying about if you get snow? What are we talking here? No, that's what you're calling for about six inches of snow. Yeah, starting tomorrow afternoon. Okay. To the evening. That makes, that makes sense because ours is starting tonight. It's going to be ending tomorrow. So by the time ours gets out of here, I don't know, might be heading your way, so. Yep. Yeah, so, well, we'll see. It'll be a snow day for the kiddos. I said I'll still go to work. I was just about to say, snow days for the kids is great, but once you get into the world of high school, um, depending on where you teach, sometimes you do get uh, a snow days. Sometimes you don't get snow days. So we'll have to wait and see. I'll have to get up early in the morning and find out if uh, if I'm going to be teaching or not. Also, before we get started, just something I want to throw out there. Thank you. And I and I genuinely mean that. You guys have been listening to the show all over the world. I am getting statistics from all different parts of the world. I mean, Russia is a big one. Ukraine is a big one. Um, we're getting good numbers in Australia as well. Uh, Canada, the United States. So we are doing very well. And I just want to say, if you're hearing our voices and hopefully we are bringing a little bit of fun into your day, into your evening, um, and you're joining us just kind of goofing around, talking about the crazy world of pro wrestling, just know you are appreciated. And I, and I mean that with uh, sincerity. But and I were talking about this before we, we started recording. And it's it's funny that, you know, we do this. And, and we've been friends for years. And we have fun doing this. But isn't it kind of mind-blowing in a way still? It's very humbling that somebody literally will hear you in some other place in the world. And they'll be listening to you. That's that's fascinating. I mean, especially because you think we're too Joe Blow, 
you know, anybody can do this. We're two Joe Blows. We're not like insiders. We're not, you know, veterans of the wrestling world or nothing like that. Just we got two nothing guys to get together and and yak and and you know, carry on with. Let's be honest, more foolishness and nonsense than anything. A scattered thing of pertinent information might get said, but they're few and far between. In all reality, this show is just nonsense. But it's very humbling. That makes you feel good, you know. And and the thing is, if me and you, you know, acting like clowns every Tuesday night, and then when it gets released on Spotify and iTunes and everywhere else, you can make somebody laugh. Perfect. Plain and simple laugh. You can whether it's laughing with us, or hell, I don't care. Laugh at us. Doesn't make a lick of difference to me as long as you're laughing. It's a good day. Amen, my friend. Life is tough and stressful as it is, and uh, um, not to not to get private here, but I think that was actually kind of something that brought you and I together as friends. Um, you know, your your story really resonated with me, and it was just it's just awesome, you know. And and once again, you know, if you can do that for somebody, you can be a distraction for a while. Maybe work is just not great, or maybe there's stuff happening at home, or, or whatever it may be. Join us for an hour, maybe two hours, depending on how long uh, us old guys are able to stay up at night, uh, and have a good time, listen to a little wrestling. Maybe you agree with our views, maybe you don't, and that's totally cool, too. Um, just have some fun, because at the end of the day, life is way too serious. We don't need to be taking this kind of stuff seriously. Um, I remember growing up my uncle told me, and I'm actually going to order this book. Don't sweat the small stuff because it's all small stuff. Um, most of things in life, you know, granted, and that's not a hundred percent, but uh, most of things are small stuff and we need just to have an ability to just kind of have some fun and, and really not take things too damn seriously. Um, I think people get offended really easily now these days. Everybody is offended, you know, I, and we've talked about this before, but it's like, do you feel like in a way it's kind of going the opposite way now? Now it used to be everybody gets offended by everything, and now all of a sudden the people who were getting sick and tired of hearing about it have now started fighting back, going, oh, oh, you feel you feel upset about this now? What a shame. What a shame. Because the pendulum can only swing so far in one direction before it has to swing back in the other one. Would you agree? Oh, for sure. Because... There's just too much nonsense. Not that so much feelings are not are, are nonsense. I don't mean it that way. Far from we it. Can, we can but all respect each other's feelings. It's just, it seems like people are just looking to be upset about something. Like you said that I didn't like it, or your political views, you're here in Canada, it's liberal or, or PC. No, just because you don't agree doesn't mean you can't still be buddies. Absolutely. Or you don't even need to be buddies. Be civil. Yep. Right? If you, don't, if you don't agree, that's cool. No problem at all. But just don't be idiots to each other and fighting and rowing. And, and just, there's a lot of people just want to be upset about something. Amen. And, and I don't know. It, it gets old. It gets tired. I mean, it's a well-known fact. I'm not blessed with the greatest patience. So when that stuff happens, I generally get a little disgruntled. Well, if it's something big, hey, 
I'm all for it. But if you're getting upset over something trivial, like it happens so much, you know, in whether it be here in Canada, down in the States with you, right? And a lot of times, let's be honest, what's somebody upset about words? Depending on the word, you know, some words are legit to get upset about. But a lot of times it's mountain out of a molehill. Two people don't agree. That's cool. Me and you have not agreed on stuff. Still talk to you. Absolutely. No hard feelings whatsoever. We have different opinions. That's a-okay. That's actually probably healthy. If we all agreed on the same thing, that's kind of boring. That's cool. Just be adults about it, though. Amen. Yeah, 100% it is. But just be adult about it. Word up, my friend, as the kids would say. I don't think they say that anymore, Mike. I don't think they say that anymore, no. Um, my mom says, she still says this to this day, if you don't like it, lump it. And I don't even know where that phrase came from. Have you ever heard that phrase? My mom used to say it all the time. Okay, perfect. Thank goodness. Maybe yeah. it's a mother thing. Like it or it lump it. Uh, it's got to be a generational thing because yes. you and I are close to the same age. So yes. it means our, you know, our parents would have been the same age. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know where what? that comes from? I don't know. We're going to have to find out what does like it or lump it mean. And um, I know you've used the word pound sand before. And I've my family uses that phrase all the time as well. Um, my gosh. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but we're, once again, we, we thank you for joining us uh, on the show this week. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things. The first thing we're going to be talking about is... Obviously, the Briscoe Brothers situation, because that thing has been a very tumultuous situation with uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, that merger right there, and Tony Khan, who's been working feverishly to try to put something together for Jay Briscoe. Um, and I'm sure all of you know at this point in time, unfortunately, Jay Briscoe lost his life in an automobile accident, and his daughters, who were in critical condition in the hospital, are doing much better now. The one daughter uh, is now off of a feeding tube and his other daughter, and I do very much apologize, I should be getting their names correct here, um, was believed that she was going to be a paraplegic. However, she is getting sensation in her lower extremities. So once again, the feeding tube, huge success. Um, the sensation in lower extremities due to surgery being successful, huge success. Um, I think it's easy to get caught up in the fact that we, we lost Jay, but what we have to focus on are the little ones. We got to focus on them. We got to focus on that. They can function in life. And um, once again, I think here's what I think is going to happen. Make, I'm going to make a bold prediction. I think at the end of the day, they're going to become like a negative one. I think Tony Khan is going to take, I don't know if you've read, but Tony Khan said he's going to take care of them. And I believe right. he will. I believe he will. And I think that, uh, tomorrow night, um, as we're recording this on Tuesday, Wednesday night, um, there is going to be a tribute to Jay Briscoe and his brother, Mark is actually going to be wrestling on dynamite and he'll be wrestling, uh, Jay lethal. Um, and it's, it's so crazy because, you know, we, we heard that Warner discovery was completely against doing anything associated with the Briscoe brothers, not bringing them into AEW. And some people have not been really sure exactly why that was the case. I want to say back in 2010, there was um, a banter, I'll call it, back and forth, where there was some legislation that had gotten passed um, in Delaware, I believe. 
and Jay did not agree with it. If you want to look it up, you can look it up. But um, they said that the in industry insider said that's the reason why they were never hired by WWE. That was the reason they weren't hired by AEW, that Tony Khan had to purchase Ring of Honor to be able to actually employ them under the big corporate umbrella. But now that the, the circumstances have happened, um, they're going to they're gonna let Mark in. And I said this on Twitter, and I mean this again. He who has not sinned, cast the first stone. And I'll hand you the stone. I'll hand it to you. Throw it at me as hard as you want. Because guess what? We've all screwed up. We've all said things that we realize we probably shouldn't have said. Even after you realize, you know what? Probably shouldn't have said that. And I do own up to it and apologize and genuinely mean it. You got to move on. We've all said stuff. Every single one of us. Anybody yep. tells you that hasn't, you are a liar. Full of shit. A, a complete liar. Give up your crap. Because we've all said stuff to varying degrees. I played hockey. Man, some of the stuff I said was terrible. Like, just terrible. Looking back at it now, I'm like, hey, I should not have said some of that. Some I don't care about. Some stuff definitely crossed the line. Just the way it was. I'm not saying it's right, because it's not. Some of the stuff I said was bad, and I am sorry for saying it, you know. But the, the fact that his brother's getting a chance, that's great. Unfortunately, this is what had to happen for him to get his chance. That's a little bit disappointing. But nonetheless, he's getting it. I am curious as to what kind of um, celebration they're going to have, how much is... Just how much? Because you no know, Warner Brothers has been saying all along, yeah, we want nothing to do with the Briscoes because of what Jay tweeted. Right. Uh, they're going to show footage, I assume. Is, you know, like, to what degree, or is it just going to be Markham Dodd has his match with uh, Jay Lethal? They do a quick little vignette after, and it's over type thing, enough to where they say, hey, we had the celebration. We save face, but you know, I don't know. It's just, it depends, right? But I don't, I don't, it's just, it's too bad. This is what had to happen. I agree. Had to happen. No, I agree 100% with you. Um, you know, as a person, especially the older I get, tell me if you agree with this. The older you get, and, and this is a goal, like, hopefully, everyone realizes this. The older you get, the more experiences you accumulate. That just goes without saying. But the older you get and the more experiences you accumulate, the more you start to realize the way life works. When you're younger, you don't really necessarily, and I'm not referring to everybody, but for the vast majority, you don't know shit from Shinola. You really don't. And you make comments and you say and do things that had you had more experience, had you had more a little bit more maybe gray hairs, you, you might not have done. But isn't that the whole concept of live and learn? Isn't that the whole concept of, you know what, you're never going to do well if you continue to do the same thing. Sometimes you have to make a mistake to learn from that mistake, to grow and become better at a situation. That's what we teach kids in school. You know what, you got a D on a test. Hey, you know what, it happened. But guess what, we use it as a learning experience. Um, in my high school, they used to write different phrases on the walls 
And the one of them that I remember so eloquently well, and you'll understand why after I repeat it to you why it stuck with me. Don't let failure be your undertaker. And don't let it, man. Stuff happen. You know, here's the thing. If people didn't fail, there would no be no innovation. If people didn't fail, they wouldn't have people to say, you know what, man, you need to look at it from this perspective. There'd be no growth. Be no growth. Anyway, I'm done being Tony Robbins here. But you get the point, bud. Yes. Don't forget the point. No, mistakes happen. People say dumb shit. They do dumb shit. Most things can be forgiven. Not everything. Most things can be forgiven. You know, just because somebody does one or says one stupid thing, it's not right to label them as a terrible person forever. Amen. I tell you what, because I would be labeled a horrible person. Um, I know. I know. I am. (laughs) Uh, Dominic D'Angelo is reporting at this hour from Wrestling Inc. Despite reports that the Briscoe brothers were not welcome in AEW television by Warner Media, viewers were interested to note that Mark Briscoe, once again, is going to be celebrating uh, his brother's life and his wrestling career coming up on Wednesday night's Dynamite. Now, Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer, has reported that although President Tony Khan was wanting to put the Briscoes on television even before Jay's passing, it was a hard no from Warner Media. However, Tony Khan tweeted out he was very happy to announce that since negotiations and continued conversations, Mark will officially be allowed to take part in this week's Dynamite in a big way as he will be competing against Jay Lethal. Now, some people may be wondering why Jay Lethal? Why did they pick Jay Lethal? Well, if you're a Ring of Honor fan, you will know that Jay Lethal was a big-time rival with the Briscoes going back into the original Ring of Honor days. And if you are not super familiar with the Briscoes or Jay Lethal or Samoa Joe, let's say you just kind of got into wrestling and you're like, well, what are all these people they're talking about? What's this Ring of Honor thing? I'm telling you right now, go back and watch the matches. Ring of Honor has been such an influential organization within the world of wrestling. And so many successful people have come out of there. And so many great matches have happened from Ring of Honor. And if you like that dog collar match between the Briscoes and FTR, and you're like, man, these guys, these guys can tear the house down. Go back and watch some of their other matches as well. Really, really educate yourself on the history of the Briscoes because they are very, very good. Um, So that is going to be on Dynamite. Now, once again, Jay Briscoe was survived by his wife and his son, uh, who both were home during uh, the accident, and his two daughters, Gracie and uh, Jay Leah. Jay Lee. Jay Lee. And uh, they're both doing a lot better as of right now. Thank goodness. Continue to send the prayers and the positive vibes so these kids can continue. I I was talking to my wife. I said, I cannot even fathom. All of a sudden, you wake up, two children, 9 and 12, you wake up and your first thing is we were going to dance practice or whatever it was. And now you're in a hospital and you have to be told what just happened. I, I could not handle that. I couldn't. Oh, this is life altering. You had to be told what happened. You're in the hospital and then they're going to, going to drop the bomb on you and your father didn't make it. Oh my God. Did you see the picture? Uh, I think, I think I seen it on Instagram of the two girls. Apparently, they rolled the they had the beds in. They were holding hands. Did you see that, I, dude? If that doesn't like that, gets you right in the feels. 
Oh my God. I got so choked up in the throat and I showed that to my wife and you know, my wife's obviously pregnant right now. And so there's a lot of things that run through our minds and wow, that is a picture that is just, you'll never forget that picture. But I think it's a testament of, of the family that he raised and the love. And uh, once again, I think the wrestling community is going to come out in droves and I think they're going to support the Briscoe and the family and the girls. And um, I'm very happy that Mark's getting his opportunity. Um, Is uh, Mark joining the AEW roster or just going to be a one-off celebration of life? Has anything been said right now? I'm not hearing a whole lot about what, the future is going to be now i did also hear that uh he is under a long-term contract already now i don't know if that is with ring of honor brand or if that is with aew i did hear a little bit i know Meltzer was talking about it i'm gonna see before we're done recording if i can find out whether or not this is a one-off or this is going to be something that's going to be a consistent thing but Let's let's think about this. I feel like Tony Khan is going to handle this much like he did um, the Brody Lee passing. I, I just really get this feeling. As much as we talk about Tony and his booking and and how eccentric he can be as a personality and the way he drinks water, uh, if you haven't seen that, whoa. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of things about Tony Khan that are almost cartoonish, if that's the right word to use. But the one thing that a man does well, family. He takes care of people. He thinks that children of, of the, the talent are so important. Look what he's done for Amanda Huber. She's being a part of AEW right now. Negative One's going to be given a position within the company when he gets old enough. So it's just like that's the one thing I think we all can agree. We might not like his booking, but I think at the end of the day, we think Tony Khan is actually a really good man. Oh, 100%. He's a family man. right? And, and to him... The family is not just his blood family. It's the people he has on staff. Would it be wrestling talent? I'm sure he's like it in like with the Jags and everything else. You know, he seems to care about the people that are surrounding him. Yeah. Lots I'm, with said. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, Let's talk a little bit about also, and, and we will circle back around and, and talk more about everything that's going to be happening on Dynamite. But let's talk a little bit about the, did you get a chance to see, I think you said you guys get, it's on a delay, uh, the Raw 30th episode, 30th uh, anniversary? No, um, I don't get the channel that it's on here in Canada and on the WWE Network, it's a four week delay. Oh my god! Yeah, crock of shit. Twenty bucks a month, and it's a four week delay. Four weeks. So See, raw. Does... This week, four weeks time. It's on. See, that doesn't make sense because Hulu, right? Hulu is what the next day. I want to say they have something up if it aired on a network. Four weeks. That's not. That's not good. Yep. That's what I was told last night by my buddy who's got the WWE network. Right. I never try. I'm never that concerned about seeing a raw. Like I'll I'll watch them whenever, but I want to see last night's show. And then, yep, couldn't get it live. Not even live on the WWE network. I said, all right, fine, it'll be on today. Well, I wasn't planning a real busy day at the office, so I might have been planning on streaming it in my office. 
Nope. Apparently it's four weeks. I don't get it. Um, if you're in another part of the world that has the WWE network and you also are noticing that there is a severe delay in it as well, hit us up on social media. Love to know where you're at and how that is, is going to be working. Um, so I, I actually have some information right here as well. So got some information from eWrestling News is reporting, and this is Joe Puki is, and I hope I'm saying that right, Pucci, Pukio. Joe, I apologize if I'm saying your name wrong. Uh, it is a fact. Official Mark Briscoe's AEW Dynamite once again this Wednesday against Jay Lethal will not be a one-off appearance. According to PW Insider, Briscoe is expected to be part of the promotion going forward. Um, so, yeah. So that looks like that is a good thing. A very good thing. Is he going to go right back to full-time? No. You would assume he's going to have to take a little bit of time just for his mental health. I could not believe that he was going to be wrestling Wednesday night. Like, I, I... know, but at the same time, it does make a little bit of sense. You know, they, they are doing something for his brother. He wants to honor his brother. We're going to do this, but, you know, to get, to get it done and sorted up. But after that, yeah, I'm going to take, I don't know, however, however long he needs. Yeah, That's you can't really put a timetable on that. Needs. Well, the Raw 30th anniversary show, I did get to check it out. And, and I've been watching Raw since you know, 1993 when the Manhattan Center debuted. And it was very interesting. It did have stars all throughout the show. So Hogan came out and he welcomed everyone to Monday Night Raw, welcomed everyone to the 30th anniversary of the show. The crowd seemed to dig it. Um, once again, whether that's piped in, you know, crowd noise or not, uh, people on social media completely sliced and diced it apart. And I just, once again, not going to go into it, but whatever. Uh, Rick Flair was there as well. He introduced his daughter and his opinion of being the greatest female wrestler of all time. She's definitely in that category. Uh, whether the greatest of all time, that uh, might be a little too early to be able to, uh, make a distinction. The APA was on again. They obviously had their their poker game that they were having, which they always do. Um, I'm trying to think of who else was there. Kurt Angle was there. DX was there. Uh, gosh, I'm probably leaving some people out of here as Taker. well. Undertaker was there. Godfather was there, a.k.a. Papa Shango. He was there. Um, so, I mean, they brought stars back, but... I don't know. It, it it felt the way they used the star the the older stars. It felt different because you remember, and this was probably a few years ago. It almost looked kind of sad the way they brought him back. Do you know what I mean? It was like, oh my gosh. But the way that I think Paul Levesque used everyone last night was actually really good. He used them in in the right spot. He gave them the platform with a microphone, and he kept it short and sweet. No offense to any of these guys. But, I mean, keep the pace going, have them say their trademark thing, have them say their one-liners, have it lead into the next segment of the show, obviously because they're always getting judged on the quarter-hour ratings. Make sure that it just continues to flow. And I thought it worked actually really well. So, I don't know. The show itself wasn't bad. The Sami Zayn bloodline thing, I don't know how closely you're following this, I was not super into it originally, but man, I tell you what, the more I pay attention to this, 
Sammy Zayn is, as the butt would say, over as Rover. He is. Sammy Zayn's fantastic. He does not get wrestler. nearly the amount of appreciation he should get. I agree. Right. I mean, he's fantastic in the ring. His promos are good. His his uh, emotion. Like you just look at him and you feel it. He's got that type of thing. No, I'm a fan of Sami Zayn. Right. Can't go wrong. So for some of you who may not be super familiar, so Sami Zayn kind of started out this whole storyline. This was almost what? Two years ago, when all this stuff kind of started, he was a fan of the Usos. He wanted to be accepted. He was kind of rejected in the beginning. He kept hanging around. All of a sudden, the kind of goofy, nerdy guy finally found acceptance. And it just kind of continued. And all of a sudden, the fans started getting behind him because he was just this good friend of the Usos who were a heel tag team. And all of a sudden, people are like, you know what, man? We really have sympathy for this Sammy guy. He's really a good dude. And as time goes on, time goes on. Um, the Usos maybe not necessarily always treat Sammy the right way, but you're getting that sympathy cheer from the crowd. And Sammy's just, he plays the role of everybody who wanted to fit in. And now he is so over. It's ridiculous. Now there's a lot of conversation about how they're going to work this. So the Royal Rumble obviously is coming up and there's a lot of speculation that because Cody Rhodes is returning, it would logically make sense to have Cody go over in the Rumble. Therefore, that would set up a match with he and Roman for the championship. But what do you do with Sami Zayn? And what I mean by that is, you know, I was noticing Alvarez and Meltzer and some of the other uh, pundits were talking about, would it be far-fetched to have Sami Zayn win the Royal Rumble and then obviously go against Roman Reigns? Do you know what I mean? Almost as if like, hey, guess what? Here I am. And... Maybe Roman thinking, oh, well, he's going to take the fall. He'll lay down, whatever. And then Sammy starts to think about things. You know what I mean? So maybe maybe that could happen. But tell me, what's your thoughts here? Not necessarily what we'd like to see. What do we think realistically is going to happen? Uh, he's not winning a Royal Rumble. There's no – you couldn't – why would you have, okay, him and Roman wrestle each other at Mania? You're not going to have him go over Roman. There's, there's no way that would happen. So that, that would just, that would kill that off so fast. It'd end the Bloodline storyline. No, it'll, it'll end a very short feud between Sammy and Roman. It would just kill everything off. I don't think, I don't know if he people get behind Sammy as, a, as your, your champion. Much as I love Sammy, I just don't think he'd get over as that. Um, What's going to happen? Where's What's KO doing now? He had something going on with Usos there. He does. So KO's got a match with Roman Reigns. I believe it's for the Universal Championship that's going to be happening Saturday night at the Royal Rumble. So I guess some thoughts are... So if you want to believe the experts, the experts are going to say that Roman is not going to be champion at the end of WrestleMania, he's going to take time off like an extended amount of time off. So they're going to try to get the titles off of him. The goal is to once again, separate the titles and have them go back to each brand. Mm -hmm. So in essence, 
Kevin Owens would make perfect sense having him win the championship of the Royal Rumble. And then obviously Roman still has the WWE championship or whichever one they decide doesn't matter. Uh, and then he faces Cody and then Cody gets his championship and then Roman kind of rides off into the sunset to see what's going to happen next with him. But he did sign a new contract, which has incredibly less amount of dates. I mean, it is it is scant, if that's the word of the day, amount of dates that he's going to be performing. And there also is a lot of interest in him to perform in a couple of upcoming movies. His name is being thrown around for that as well. So it's kind of like we're in that weird transition period. Remember when The Rock was here, but you really felt like he had one foot out and he would always, you know, categorically deny that, no, 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 I'm here, I'm here. And then all of a sudden he left. Um, I feel like Roman might be in that same category where he's got one foot out or at least one eye looking over in a different direction like, oh, what else is over here? And I feel like WWE is thinking, what do we have? To, well, we have to do something. For the last two years, we've had the championships, two of them, on one person. Is it because he's super over and he draws ratings or because they really don't have another option to go with? And that's a debate that a lot of wrestling fans will have. But I think they're going to take belt, both belts off of him. I think you're going to see someone with either the WWE Championship and then the Universal Championship go with Cody. There was even conversation about whether or not Seth Rollins would end up potentially going over in the Royal Rumble and then obviously taking the championship off of that. Would you want to see a Seth Rollins-Roman Reigns match? Would that interest you at all? Yes, and I'll I'll tell you why. This this is there's two parts to this. Okay, so Seth wins the rumble. Him and Roman wrestle at, at Mania. Seth goes over. Roman goes and takes a little bit of time off. Does some acting if he wants to, or just takes time off. Cool. He, he no, because I mean he's been the champion for three years now, or some damn thing. He's been the face of the organization. He, he deserves some time off at this point. So now you got Seth as your champion. Okay. So you you go that route there. Okay. KO then can do. He can get screwed by the Usos. Let's just so just hear me out. KO's taking on Roman. Usos jump in. KO and Zayn are buddies in real life as well, obviously. So, you know, Sammy's getting bullied and all this stuff, you know. And you now during KO's match with Roman, Usos jump in. Sammy's had enough. He goes in to help Kevin Owens or whatever. Now you got a feud. So you got Sammy and KO, fantastic wrestlers. Good friends put off amazing matches together against the Usos. Instant feud. That's going to be some banging matches. Oh my God, absolutely right. it is. The only thing is, okay, how do you get the other belt off of Roman now? Like, where does Cody fall into it? So, unless you have Cody wins the Rumble, so he goes on, he takes on Roman. Uh, WrestleMania, is it for both belts? Okay, so he it goes for both belts. He wins. Cody wins. Roman takes some time off. Do you go back to Cody and Seth? Get that fired up again. Maybe Seth takes one belt off of him. 
I, I don't know. Maybe there there is some logic to it. Oh, sure, absolutely, I agree. Right, I mean, much stranger things have happened. Um, I mean, look, people wait, that rivalry keep going though. You still want to keep watching Cody and Seth, and their matches are always fantastic. They are, but at a certain point, you're like, no, not again. Well, let me let me play devil's advocate here, and I don't mean to cut you off, but they've already done it three times. That would be the detractor in this whole this whole story is that fans may say, "Look, we've seen this before. We've seen three of them. We even seen the the blow off match, which was in Hell in a Cell." So, do we really want to see Cody versus Seth Part Four? And I feel like even though both would have fantastic matches, it's not like one of them's on the decline. They're both in their prime. Let's not mistake in that whatsoever. So it's not a situation of it would be a bad match. It's a situation of we've seen this match. And how many times have we said that when it was Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns? How many times were we spoon-fed that? So many times. Seven pay-per-views. We counted one time on the show. Seven pay-per-views that they went ahead and went at it. That's too much. Yeah, and, and that's why I'm saying, you know, I'm just throwing different thoughts out. Hey, maybe this. Hey, maybe that. It's, I don't because the hard thing is you got to get both belts off Roman if he's going to take time off. Absolutely. Now is the perfect time to break, he said, break up the belts so it's not one champion holding both of them. You know, Raw and SmackDown both have a title now. But how do you do it? Do you have them lose one at at um, Royal Rumble, then one at WrestleMania? Yeah, could happen. It's not a bad call. Kevin Owens is your champion. That's a hell. I've heard a lot worse ideas. True. Right? Kevin Owens always puts off a good match. So that that's one route. But you still, it would it would kill off the Sammy. Uh, bloodline possible swerve there, so I guess you're just gonna keep that going, which is fine. It's good. It's entertaining. It We're is. talking about it. People talk about it, so this is you true. keep it going. I guess I was just for me, it was more of a, a fantasy Booker thing. I'd like to see uh, Ko and Zane versus the Usos. That's and I, that's just a pure personal thing. Yeah, but I think I think that's the best way to go. I mean, you're right. Do we like Sami Zayn? We obviously do. But don't you want to see the reuniting of Zayn and KO? Like, to, to a lot of fans, that's the ultimate right there. It's them coming together again. And I think that is even bigger than a championship match. And then if you have them go for the titles and they have that big moment where they hug in the ring and it's just like they've dethroned the Usos and wow, that's a big deal. And I think that would be an excellent call. For Mania. And don't forget, the Usos have been champions for a long time, too. Yes, they I'm have. I'm sure they wouldn't mind a little bit of a break. You know, they might not be going out to do movies or whatever, but just, you know, uh, less screen time, less having to carry the titles, whatnot. I'm sure they, might could, be a good they could deal with that. So it's all going down. Uh, phase one of this road to WrestleMania is going to be happening this Saturday night from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, it is the Royal Rumble. It's going to be live on the WWE Network. It's also going to be on Peacock as well. 
So it's going to be very interesting what is going to be happening. It's going to be a long pay-per-view event, so we're just going to tell you that right now. Uh, we are going to run down what the card is for the Royal Rumble so far. But here's the other thing I find to be really interesting. I don't remember in years prior, like when you and I were originally getting into this, and we were watching it in the 80s and the 90s, people didn't quote-unquote declare for the Royal Rumble. Now all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm declaring myself for the Royal Rumble. Right now, but... There is only seven women who have quote unquote declared for the women's version of the Royal Rumble. Once again, you got to get up to 30. The go home show for the Royal Rumble is Friday night on SmackDown. So at the end of the day, is the rest of these, oh, I can't do math very well, 30 minus seven, um, 23. 23, all going to be just big surprises. Do you know what I mean? Probably. Normally. Normally, it's like, oh, well, this person's going to be in. Well, this person's going to be in. Ronda's not going to be in the Royal Rumble. She has been taken out of it. In fact, she's been taken off of Raw 30th anniversary show as well. There's a lot of speculation on whether or not it's time to repackage her, whether it's time for just her to go away for a while before she comes back again. Um, I do have some updated news on, on Ronda as well. But the Rumble itself, I just feel like we should know more of, of what's going to be happening unless they have a lot of surprises now nick khan did mention that they had no problem whatsoever with not keeping the cody thing a secret he recently gave an interview and he said because we have a lot of other surprises that are in store for that night so i'm going to ask you the question but let's let's be crazy let's be wild right now right we're too old for that <laughs> I have been crazy and wild in a very long time. It's Tuesday. I'm in my mid-40s. <laughs> I don't have it in me, but let's try. What would you say? What would surprise you, or what would be a big oh my um, when it comes to the Royal Rumble for the men or the women? Who could you see when that buzzer goes off and they come down that aisle and you're like, what? Am, am I seeing things correctly? Is there anybody that would really give you that shock factor when it comes to the men, the men, yeah, it, 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 let me at least tease this a little bit. So there's some people who do believe that there may be some wrestlers from other promotions who have the opportunities to come over and do a Royal Rumble. Um, I don't know if Trevor Murdoch potentially may be somebody. He is with, obviously, the NWA, but obviously Billy Corgan has known to do business before, you know, the whole independent forbidden door. Nick Aldis is obviously a free agent. Free agent. That could be a really big thing if they bring yeah. in Nick Aldis because then, and this is just my opinion, you've never had Nick Aldis in WWE before. So if you do Nick Aldis, and he has a, he has a history with Cody, Right there, if you're following me on this one, if Cody wins, you could now all of a sudden have an already established heat between these guys for they went at it for the NWA title, but now potentially in the WWE, it's all brand new again. So Nick Aldis, do you think any veterans, any uh, Hall of Famers will show up and, and get in the Rumble? Godfather, maybe? I don't know. I could see that. I wouldn't mind that. Maybe one of Bushwhackers will come in for four well, seconds. Well, there's only one of them any, nowadays. One of them passed away? One of them is, is no longer with us. 
I did not know that. Yeah, and that was a while ago. <laughs> oh, very very attentive, but um, so I didn't know that. All right, yeah. Well, I'm a jackass. No, 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 no. So, You're fine. You uh, wouldn't, wouldn't who know. else? Trevor Murdoch could be cool, but no, you know, I, I, that wouldn't be that big of a deal. Um, Nick Aldis is a great. That was yeah, good call on that one. Never even thought about it. Um, what about one of the Von Erichs? One of the Von Erich kids? It well, here's here's why I don't think that would happen. They're under MLW's contract, and MLW has a lawsuit against WWE right now. Okay, that's not going to happen. Okay, um, so there are some other people. While you're thinking, some other people who have been rumored is the Undertaker, which once again he was on Raw 30, and he that's... was in a. He came back as Big Evil, uh, the motorcycle rider. And he was in a segment with Bray Wyatt where L.A. Knight, formerly known as, oh, my God, why do I keep forgetting what his other character's name was? It was L.A. Knight, but then he was called something else. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep, I'm working on it. Okay. So he was in the ring. All of a sudden, Undertaker comes down. Uh, there's a little bit of a, a hustle and tussle here. Undertaker grabs him. Bray Wyatt's in the ring. He uh, Undertaker grabs him by the throat, goozles him, throws him into Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt gives him Sister Abigail. And uh, then all of a sudden, the Undertaker walks over to Bray Wyatt, whispers something in his ear. Undertaker's music hits, gets back on the motorcycle. He rolls away. So many people are wondering right now, is the Undertaker going to be not necessarily involved in competing but could he be a part of storylines could he be a part of Bray Wyatt could he be part of this whole thing that they're trying to create um because I could see honestly where they would take the Bray Wyatt character and maybe try to do the next incarnation of the Undertaker with this whole supernatural superpower phenom type of thing like a passing of the torch in a way and I think that that could be a very interesting thing if they do that. Uh, but yes, Undertaker's also been rumored for it as well. Um, Edge, once again, uh, would Edge return to come back? Obviously, he has been uh, he's been injured. He's also forty six years old, so you also yeah. got to keep in mind that's probably um, m- might be a little bit of a stretch. But there's not a whole lot of names that are floating out there right now. Uh, Elias is obviously going to be in there as well. Elias is great. Elias is great. I'm glad that they 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 stopped that whole um when Elias had his beard shaved and they claimed that he was like the twin brother of Elias. Yes. Like Elias went away and this guy came to take his place. I was like, Oh, are you kidding me? That, that was dumb. That, that was, was hokey. Good. That was really hokey. That that was like mm. that's on par with the uh the razor Ramon diesel thing with the fake razor and diesel. And if you're too young to know what that is, look it up. It's ridiculous. Who were they? Uh, Kane was one of them, and who was yeah, the other Kane one? Kane was one of them, and Slash. Um, slash, wasn't it? What do you mean, Slash? He's with Guns and Roses. He's no, a guitarist. Not, not those fools. You talking Axe and Smash from Demolition? No, no. Who the hell is Slash? Fake Razor. No, it's like uh, his name is like Boggs or so, Rick Boggs or Rick Boogs. Not Rick Boggs. He's on wrestling now. No, he's Rick not. Rick Bogner. Rick Bogner. 
Hey, what? what oh, yes, Rick Bogner. What do you mean slash? We gotta we gotta talk about this here. Chris, hold on. I'm, I'm working on it here. Give me a minute. Maybe I'm talking out my ass. It happened once. I'm not saying that the cheeks are flapping, but I'm not really quite sure where you're coming up with this whole slash thing. Anyway, once again, you, you were also Working. unsure that one of the bushwhackers were gone. Um, I'm still not sure you're right there either, but you don't. Oh, you know what? While you're doing your research, I'm going to do mine too. Okay. Hold on. There we go. Um, it was cousin Luke, cousin Luke of the Bushwhackers. Huh. He, he passed away. When? Uh, let me see if I get a date on this. Let's see. Uh, crap. Where is this? He went back to live in New Zealand. Let's see if I can get this. Here we go. All right. So Robert Miller, who played the character of Bushwhacker Butch, he teamed up with Bushwhacker Luke. He ended up passing away at the age of 78 in 2015. So not only did he die, and you weren't aware of it, he died a long time ago. Fine. Just saying. I'll tell you. Yeah, Slash, yeah, I don't know. There was a wrestler named Slash. No, no, there wasn't. There was. But where? Where are you getting this? I can read. I'm not saying you are illiterate. You are a very intelligent man. Slash the wrestler. He was part of the Disciples of the New Church. Disciples of the New Church. Yes, with total nonstop action. And the Disciples of the New Church were... Father James Mitchell was her manager. <laughs> Members can't. were Mike Awesome, Shane Douglas, Cobain, Brian Lee, Malice, Sin, Slash, Tempest, and Vampiro. I don't know who some of those people are. It's ridiculous. Oh my God. Harold, hold on. I'm finding some stuff on this alleged Slash guy. Okay. He also went Sla- by Wolfie D. Okay, there we go. Wolfie D and JC Ice. They were also known yeah. as EG13 That's in the right. USWA. Okay, thank you. Slash. I was wrong. Give me a break. I, you know what? I'm not. I'm not riding your ass. I'm just. I've just. When you were so so sure of yourself, there's there's this wrestler named Slash. Still not the guy I was thinking about though. Wolfie D. Absolutely. Kelly Warren. So, very good. All right. So, the Royal Rumble itself, I think, is going to be interesting. Once again, we're, we're not really sure who's going to win, but we, we have a, an idea because when you think about it, but there's only really a handful of people that theoretically are, are, are even considered. Would you agree? Yes. Maybe so, out of the Kali 30. Back. What's that? Maybe Great Khali's coming back. Stranger things have happened. He can come back. I have no problem with that. You mean as like a surprise entrant? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a big deal. I mean, to win it, you mean? or just, no, or just as like God, a no, not to win it. No, just, just, just as a surprise entrant. Yeah. Well, I can see that. But who is it really going to be? 
I, you know, there's not going to be anybody coming from New Japan or nothing like that because they're all in with AEW now, for the most part. You know, uh, you know there's not there's not a lot of guys really kicking around on the independents that are big names like I don't know. Hardcore here's a question: Holly and Renee Dupree gonna come back? Be one uh, of two. Here, here. Let me ask you this: The Great Muda had his last match. You think he would just show up to be in the Rumble? No. Nope. Just throwing that out there. Nah. You're reaching on that one, Mike. I mean... Okay, okay. If I'm reaching on this one, let me throw this out here to you. And I want you to give me a percentage of the odds of this happening. Are you ready? Let's go. He says that he wasn't really happy with his last performance... In July, maybe he wants to go out with one more time in the ring. Woo! The nature boy entering the world. He's not going to win, clearly, obviously. He's got his colostomy bag stuck to his side. He's got his walker, his depends, and his bifocals. What do you think? What would you say? What would you say, literally, if you're sitting there in your comfortable chair and you have a beverage and you all of a sudden hear the woo? And all of a sudden, the Nature Boys music hits. I'm going to say bad words. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I love Ric Flair. I, but let's let's move on. Let's not what, do that. Okay, what about this? Time to play the game. Oh. There's a chance there. I don't think it would be a... Uh, I'd go 25% on that. I could see it. Right, but I mean, he, what the hell did he just have? A heart attack, wasn't it? He, he's had heart issues. Yes, he has. So, yeah, I don't know if he could get cleared, but he wouldn't be in there for 30 minutes or something like that. He'd be, no in there, you know, five minutes, half the time. He's just, you know, he would spend more time with his ring entrance. Probably. But but the thing is, okay, when you see the veterans come back, yeah. Okay, if if I may ask, sure. How do you really feel about? Because you know they're not going to win. Correct. Or or it's it's very doubtful anyhow. Yes. But do you not feel a little bit bad about it? Maybe I do. Like, I I know, feel that, bad for them. That person. No, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years, whatever, was a star. Yes. Was the cat's meow. Correct. And now they're coming out, and they're a little bit older, which is fine. I mean, we're all getting older. But, you know, right. they don't quite look the same. They don't, definitely don't move as well. And, you know, they're just going in there. Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't want to say they're getting exploited. That's, that's rather strong wording, but. You know what I'm saying, Mike? It's just yeah. I know. No, I, I'm I with you. It's it, it's awkward. Like it's, okay, it's, but do you yeah, remember? Because I I enjoy seeing it because I like them all. Because that hey, I remember right. seeing him when I was a little fella, or even well, not even necessarily a little fella, ten fifteen years ago. I, mean, I was a grown ass man, so you remember you got the the nostalgia factor, but Correct. then at the same time, like, oh, but I don't, I just don't want to see it go out like that. Like now you're. Just making a cameo appearance, you get a nice payday for it. Good for you. Don't get me wrong there, but you notice nothing really going to come of it. 
I don't know. I'm I'm usually really torn on stuff like that when you when you bring back people something like that. It's cool. The nostalgia factor is there. You you get a little bit amped up because it might be somebody you haven't seen in a while. True. But then at the end of the day, you know they're they're not gonna win, and you just feel a little bit. Meh. Do you remember yeah. when Snooka and Piper came back for the Rumble? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was at Madison Square Garden. And everyone in the Royal Rumble match actually stopped and let them go at it. And it was sad. Yeah. And I, right. I don't like that. At a certain point, it's like Ric Flair with his last match, which I still haven't seen for the record. And I don't, I'm, I'm very watch torn on that. We're doing an episode is going to be Ric Flair's watch along last match. We're going to schedule it. It's not going to be on a Tuesday night when we record. You and I are going to have like, we'll pick a day, right? You'll have your snacks out. I'll have my snacks out. We'll just have the microphones going and we'll just have a conversation as the shit show unfolds. Because I'm telling you right now, it's like poo being flung around. It's that bad. But that's I know. I haven't, I haven't read anything good about it and. I think that's why I haven't tried to watch it because I don't, I don't want that to be it. You know, what I mean? that's his last match. Last memory is, oh, he was in a bad way from everything I've read. He could hardly move around. He died or some damn thing in the match. You know, it, it's just bad. I, I don't know. It's just that's just hard because you remember when they were a star, and now it's. Uh, not so much. Megan, who doesn't know much about wrestling, didn't realize I was watching the Ric Flair last match. And she walked in the room and said, who is that? Is that somebody's grandpa? Is that like somebody from the audience? Oh and then my. I had to, I had to tell her what, and then when she heard the woo, she automatically knew who it was, even though she doesn't watch wrestling or no wrestling. She yeah. knows that it was the nature boy. Um, All right. So let's talk about who were the people in the rumble last year. Just so we can find out if there's an idea. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, Austin Theory, Robert Roode was in last year. Ridge mm-hmm. Holland, Montez Ford, Damian Priest, Sami Zayn. Johnny Knoxville. That's not happening. Nope. Uh, Angelo Dawkins, Omos, Ricochet, Chad Gable, Dominic Mysterio, Corbin, Ziggler, Sheamus, Rick Boogs. Boogs is currently wrestling. The former, Good for him. yes, the former um, uh, Razor Ramon is someone different. He's not wrestling. Madcap Moss, Matt Riddle, which he may be a surprise. I'm not really quite sure. Um, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Ray Mysterio, Kofi Kingston, Otis, Big E, Bad Bunny. That's not happening. Shane McMahon. That's not happening. Randy Orton. That's not happening. And finally, Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar was the one who won. So, there we go. Let's go ahead and let's take a look at the women who were in the women's. Well, no, 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 hold on. No. Slow, slow down for a second there, Michael. Who do you predict winning the Rumble? I'm, I'd like, I'm curious. Wow. I think it's pretty cut and dry who it's going to be. I mean, Okay. I do believe it's going to be Cody. I do believe it's going to be Cody. However, a lot can be said. Now, follow me on this one. You ready? 
Let's go. What happens if you have Seth Rollins and you have Cody Rhodes in the Rumble? Seth has lost three matches in a row to Cody. Do you think that would be kind of cool if uh, Seth dumped Cody out, shocked everyone, because this was supposed to be the comeback. This was supposed to be the guy. And all of a sudden, Seth starts getting that look, and he starts dancing in the ring and does his thing. What do you think if all of a sudden, you know, the next night on Raw, Seth comes out and says, yeah, you might have gotten lucky, but you know what? In your biggest match back when you were expected to be the best and you were at your top, who took you out? Seth freaking Rollins. And then all of a sudden, who knows where that goes? It's interesting. Um, I they won't kill Cody's momentum like that, though. Well, what I'm saying, though, is if, if Seth Rollins won the Royal Rumble, right, and he eliminated Cody, and let's say they were like the last two or the final four or whatever the heck it was, they could put at... WrestleMania Backlash, which once again, I don't know why they do a pay-per-view between the Rumble and Mania, unless they just to shear up some storylines and, and give some things a little more traction. Um, but they could have, hey, here's a step. Here's the step. You and I, WrestleMania main event on the line. Hmm. Okay. Uh, All right. I appreciate that. On this one, Mike. You sorry, sorry but dumped all over my thought. Okay, that's fine. No, I didn't. I was that's actually fine. being very delicate. Your silence was deafening. You were like, "Oh, this one's oh, this yeah, one's told you it sucked, but that was fine to be nice. <laughs> didn't want to hurt your feelings. No, you're fine. Um, so the Royal Rumble itself. Let's go ahead and let's talk about. So, who do you think is going to win? Do you still think it's Cody? Don't you? Yeah, I think it's Cody hands down. Okay. I, I would to me it would be a bigger shock if it wasn't Cody. Like I, I'd be blown away if it's not. Would you be disappointed? That may be a better question to ask. Would would you be like, oh geez, really? Like they had this chance and now who are they going with now? Yes, I would be disappointed. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll go that far. I would be very disappointed. Um, we cross over to the women's, and this is exactly how it went. Sasha Banks, that's not happening. Melina, obviously, she could be a surprise entrant. Uh, Tamina. Kelly Kelly, I don't foresee that happening. Aaliyah Liv Morgan, Queen Zelina, Bianca Belair. Uh, she's defending her championship, so I don't know if she'll necessarily be in the Rumble match itself. Dana Brooke, uh, Michelle McCool, uh, I don't think that's happening. Uh, Sonya Deville, Natalia, uh, Naomi, Cameron, Carmella, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair. Maybe I don't really see that happening. Uh, the surprise entrant last year was Ivory and Brie Bella, Mickey James. Uh, then they had Summer Rae, Nikki A.S.H., Sarah Logan. Lita was another surprise entrant. Molly Holly was a surprise entrant. Otzi Blackheart, Shayna Baszler, and the winner of last year's Royal Rumble. Who won last year? The Women's Royal Rumble. Charlotte? No. Ronda? Ronda Rousey. Ronda yeah. Rousey. They're going to repackage her just for a record. They're going to take her off for a little bit. Maybe 
get her a little bit of something because she's she's going in the wrong direction for matches. Well, there. They got to do something. It's not talent. I think it's probably a mental thing. She just doesn't have the focus, or maybe it's the heart. She just doesn't give a damn. I don't know what. But they're going to take her off and repackage her. That's what that's what's going to happen there. Um. Yeah, I think that she does need to be repackaged. Well, here's the other problem I have. When they brought her in, instead of just bringing her in as Ronda Rousey, you know, and and not necessarily painting her up with all this makeup and all this, mm-hmm. you know, they gave her that eyeliner that they have the little wings on the sides. Sometimes the girls do it with their eyeliner. And they did that, and then they, like, darkened her eyes, and then they did all this, all this extra stuff that didn't really need to happen. Rhonda is Rhonda, right? Just leave her alone. If she wants to come out with the hot rod t-shirt on, if she wants to come out with Piper's jacket, all that kind of stuff, I'm totally fine with that. But don't put the makeup and all that stuff on her. I felt like that really detracted, in my opinion, the appeal of Rhonda when it was like, she's a badass fighter. She's a former UFC champion. Like, why would you go ahead and do this? You didn't do this with Brock Lesnar. You didn't put Brock Lesnar in a gimmick. You know who's a big fan of that makeup along their eyes? The Rit. He likes it. He mm. rocks that fairly often. Him you mean Renegade he... hanging out? It's true. They wear it? Yeah. Shut it's up. True. Shut up. It's true. Damn true. <laughs> They're a fan of women's eyeliner on their own faces. Well, doesn't surprise me. Ritz, that type of guy. Renegade, I had higher hopes for him, but I think he's just, I don't know. Well, you have the insider information on this, don't you? I do. You're the, I'm, you're the, I'm the guy on the inside. You're the Dave Meltzer on the former panel members. Yeah, but people like me. People do like you. Would you, hey, I tell you what, would you host a panel reunion show? What do you think about that? Would, would you do that? Would I host it or would, would I be on it? it? I'm not going to be on it. Um, I'm going to be unavailable that night. Would you host the panel reunion? You know what? Yeah, let's sure. I would. That'd be entertaining. Okay, so it's gonna it for, would be for maybe fifteen minutes. It would be no. It's a two-hour show. This is a full-fledged sure, show. With, why not? With commercials, with the uh, I'd do it. It'd be fun. So it would be you. It would be uh, another Canadian. Mm-hmm. It would be the man from Kentucky. Um. It would be Moondog. Yep. It would be Thunder from Down Under. Mike Mike Chocolate. What Mike Thunder? Thunder Chocolate? Chocolate Thunder? I don't know. Mike Cook. Moron. Mike Cook. Um Boog. Try to get Boog on board. We've had we've asked Boog to get on board. We've asked I have asked Welcome Boog again. to come on the show a billion times. And he's just, nah, I'm okay. I would love Boog to be on the show. Boog would be great. Yeah. I, I just want to sit back and watch because it's going to live. It's going to be live on Twitch when this happens. I'm just going to sit back. I'm literally going to stream it on my TV. I am going to turn my phone uh, on. I'm going to turn it on just so I can hear people like text me during this incredibly just disastrous episode. <laughs> and I'm just going to sit back and watch. And then everyone can understand. Yep. This is what it was. Are you insinuating I don't have any hosting skills? No, I think you do. But I also think you have a temper that is probably very much higher than anyone else that I know. And I realize there's a certain point when I look at your facial features, when we're doing a show, I can see 
where the pissness has reached an all it's percolating inside you and you're like this nope nope can't do it can't do it but you're the host you have to stay in there gotta take yeah probably i'd still do it though i think it could be fun you know what maybe we should do a a panel reunion show see how many people decide to show up and how many people decide to snub us we'll see we'll do it we'll schedule it so if you're a former panel member and you're listening to this show just to prove if you're still listening to this show, go ahead and hit me up. Let me know what your thoughts are. Be very, very interested to know. And don't forget Travis um, Bohab as well. We can get Travis Bohab. We, who is the guy that we did the Oreo eating contest with? Uh, um, Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil. We should get Jersey Devil yeah. on as well. And who was the uh, guy who kept calling? Who was the guy who kept uh, calling in? ECW fam. ECW. Look at you. And don't forget Little Mikey. Little Mikey Starks. Mikey Starks as well. That's right. Um, I forget anybody. People who don't really regularly listen to the show are probably thinking, "What in the hell are these guys talking to?" You're going to, have to go back in the archives when we had the panel. There was uh, there was an extension of the show that we did the panel, and it was five or six of us that we talked. And trust me, there were moments that tempers flared, nostrils flanged, if you will, uh, blood pressure got raised, and um, yeah, it was but- usually me. Let's be honest. Let, let me just kind of throw this in here once again, since we're talking about the Women's Royal Rumble. According to Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer, uh, it was supposed to be Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch, and those were plans they have happened that were going to be a buildup to a match at WrestleMania 39. And this is a quote, as of right now, Lynch and Rousey is not the plan, Meltzer said. According to the Wrestling Observer Radio, things have changed. An additional quote, Meltzer would go on to say, I don't know what Ronda's... Uh, match is or what Becky's match is going to be as of right now, but I can tell you it's very unlikely that either one will be facing off against one another. I heard it's dead in the water, not happening, but obviously nothing is ever completely over in the WWE. So we'll have to see, but it's, it's considered a long shot. Also considered a long shot is the rock uh, being a part of, WrestleMania, there is a large belief system that if that was the case, uh, The Rock would have been at Raw 30, obviously, to set up everything happening for WrestleMania. He was not there. Therefore, you still have some time post-Royal Rumble, but I think the Royal Rumble is really going to be setting the uh, wheels in motion of what's going to be happening for WrestleMania. So it looks like The Rock is not going to be a part of it. Um did you hear another match that they're throwing out there that could happen? Nope. This, this big, big rumor. Oh, this is just, this is Steve Austin, Brock Lesnar. Yes. I said that I'll, correct. I'll make my blood pressure high. That yep. makes my blood pressure high right there. Steve Austin, 58 years old, had not competed in WrestleMania in 20 years. Last year came back. He did a segment. That's not a match. He did a segment where he did his thing, he won the stunner, the whole nine yards. But right now, it's I, I just feel like it's way too late. Steve Austin has had his, his fair share of injuries. Why is it but that so many people, we often talk about the ones that stayed away and that they had no problem with staying away, right? They could do it. They could walk away. They were confident enough to walk away. And then all of a sudden, there's something that happens, whether it's the payday or you know what? These other guys are coming back. I can do it too. Steve's broken his neck. Kurt Kurt Angle broke his neck three times. He says he'll never wrestle again, but I guarantee for the right amount of money, he would definitely wrestle. 
you know, anybody would do just about anything for the right amount of money, Mike. Let's be honest. No? Uh, let me ask you a question. Would you allow me to give you a prostate exam for $10,000? Make it 15 and I'd think about it. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. 15 grand and I'm going to need a bottle of whiskey. Oh, my God. 15 grand. Um, A, a bottle of – hold on. What happens if, if I give you if I give you 10 grand and a bottle of Pappy? First of all, why am I even this excited about potentially giving a good friend of my prostate? I don't know, but I'm thinking ball of Pappy and 10 grand. I I don't have that much self-respect. Sure. I got bills to pay. Think about it from this perspective. You got a bottle of Pappy and you just kept it. Mm -hmm. That's like stock. That would never happen. But but you see my point. That's an investment. Mm -hmm. That is an investment. If you got a bottle of Pappy and you kept it in like a nice cold room or whatever in a box and you said... I'm not looking at it. I'm not touching it. 30, 40 years goes by. It's just going to go up in value, isn't it? Yep. And at that point, you can put that towards your retirement. Well, well Pappy you know, Van Winkle is its next to impossible to get your hands on. It's all by lottery. You, right. You'll never get your hands on a bottle of it up here. Right. What happens if I could get a bottle of Pappy? How are you going to get it to me? you going to drive it up? I, well, I'm not saying that, but how many... Uh, what would what would the deal be? How many Kenny Omega action figures do you think you would be able to get me for a bottle of Pappy? Depends on the year, but I, I would do business. No problem at all. Yeah. You know that. Sure oh, I'm, I'm, oh, indeed I do. Um, this is a good segue. Speaking of Kenny Omega, do you know who uh, thinks that Kenny Omega is one of the all-time greats in pro wrestling? Not Jim Cornette. Definitely not Jim Cornette. Um, he calls him Twinkle Toes and uh, McFinger Bang. It was Twinkle McFinger Bang or something, something like that. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Um, um, who do you think it is? Do you want is, clues? Uh, yeah, give me a, give me one at least. Okay. Um, he had a coal miner, coal miner's glove on a pole match in WCW in 1993. With Sting. Dustin Rhodes? Oh. Not Dustin Rhodes. A lot of them did coal miner on a coal miner glove mattress. He also did a segment with the Ultimate Warrior where he locked the Ultimate Warrior in a room that was full of these animals. And the Warrior allegedly ended up getting bit multiple times. Jake? Jake the Snake Roberts. Excellent. Mm-hmm. According to David Esposito, who is reporting for E-Wrestling News, speaking on the latest episode of the Snake Pit podcast, Jake the Snake Roberts offered up his thoughts on Kenny Omega, who, as himself, he is a WWE Hall of Famer. He named Kenny Omega as one of the best. Roberts was asked about his widely accepted names, such as Ric Flair, who Roberts actually dismissed. Roberts would go on to say, instead, chose to praise Kenny Omega about his in-ring performance. This is a quote by Jake Roberts. He's unbelievable, man. I love his finishing move, the one-winged angel. And the knee to the face. It's very crisp. Omega is currently one-third of the AEW Trio's champions and holds the IWGP United States Championship after beating Will Ospreay on night one 
of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, so many people crap on Kenny Omega. And because he is a little over the top, you know, there is some questions about uh, his personal life. I will leave it at that. Who not cares? No, 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 no. I'm just saying a lot of people are interested. Am I not? Am I? People are. Especially when he had the whole thing that was going on with the Golden Lovers with Kota Obushi over New Japan Pro Wrestling. There was all this, well, are they just friends? Anyway, I'll leave it at that. Um, do you think Kenny Omega is an all-time great? This means taking into consideration the history of the WWE, WCW, um, for the better or worse, ECW. I mean, all the North American companies. We're not taking Japan and all that in consideration. We're just saying North America, what we see on our television. I Would mean, you say all-time great? Yes. Are we talking like top five, top ten? You tell me. We... You tell me. Are you putting Kenny Omega? Let me. Okay. Let's let's first narrow it. Are you putting Kenny Omega if our, if they came up with the of all time, of all time? You know, you're you're, ta you're taking Gotch into consideration as well. Um, everybody, would you put him in the top 100 of all time? 100, yes. Okay, perfect. Would you put him in the top 75? Yep. Okay. Top uh, 50? Uh, I don't know. Okay. So, so you might not put him in the top 50. No. Okay. Tell me a guy right now you think is better than Kenny Omega that's currently wrestling. Cody. Wow. Uh, Seth. Okay. So you're saying better. Yep. Okay. Uh, Hangman. Whoa. Uh, Mox. Wow. This is fascinating to me. Um, this is going to give him a run. Well, I, I, I think Nick Aldis would give Kenny Omega a run. Yep. Wow. See, this is interesting. I like your perspective on this. I mean, Even don't though, get me wrong. I'm not saying he's not good. I, right. I know you're an Omega guy, and I love to beat up on you about it, but I'm actually not doing it to stir the pot. I like Kenny Omega too. I just think those guys. And and this is this is a, a personal opinion, you know. I mean, that's the beauty of it. It's an opinion thing. But I know Omega's won Wrestler of the Year on the PWI, whatever the hell it is. Has he not? He has absolutely. He has. Right. So I mean, it's not that he's not good. It's just for me, I would go with those other guys over him. I might be in the minority there, but. Um, and the reason why I bring this up is last night I tweeted as I do. Oh, oh and Otis. I forgot Otis. We're not, I'm not even acknowledging you said that. That is just, no. And I know why you're saying that too. You're just trying to get up my rear end. All right. Whoa. Don't flatter yourself. <laughs> oh my God. Let's be honest. The inside of my rear end is like a. A four car garage. Cave. Yeah, good grief. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> okay, enough talking about your ass. Let's move on. 
All right, let's move on. Let's let's move on to this because I'm really (laughs) interested on what your thoughts are here. Because when we talk about WWE and we talk about AEW and we talk about you know the Forbidden Door, we're talking about what would it really look like? And what kind of prompted me to do this was because you know obviously WWE is going to be up for sale. And right now, Comcast NBC is the believed, if you believe the the speculation, the rumors, to be the company who's the front runner right now. Okay, Comcast. The Saudis, Saudis. the Saudis are still in it. But right now, NBC is very happy from what I've understood with the WWE uh, programming that they have on Peacock. It would be an internal situation. It would be a lot smoother and an easier transition. Um but did you also know that WWE got rid of some of their independent wrestling contracts that they used to have? So some of those are gone now. So um, if we were to do a situ- or see a situation where Tony Khan purchased WWE, okay, once again, not going to happen, but if it did, and we were to potentially see what we would call a super card, I put some matches together. And I want to know if you think that this would be good matches and this would be a good super card. You ready? Let's go. All right. Let me pull them up here. Um, here we go. And on a scale 1 to 10, I want you to tell me what you would grade this. Like, oh, it was a good uh, – okay, I'll give that a 5. I'll give that a 6. Very first match. Hook versus Johnny Gargano for the FTW Championship. Hmm. That's six. Okay. I think that could be better than that. Gargano's amazing. Well, and he has his moments where he's very good. But see, that's my point, though. You put Johnny Wrestling in there with a young guy like Hook. First of all, Johnny's going to make anybody look good who's with him. Yes. But it also gives Hook the rub. And I think it also could elevate Hook working with somebody who's more experienced like Johnny Gorgano. Yeah. Johnny was in NXT. He was just coming up and, you know, an up and comer. I think that why they work together to put this match together, I think Johnny would have a tremendous amount of stuff to share with Hook. And I think he would also be really impressed with Hook's collegiate athletic abilities, his in-ring work, all that kind of stuff. And I think it could just do best for both. Yep. Well, so you give good. it a six. I would say a six. Oh, yes. All right. My next match. What about Bobby, you? What do you think? I, I would say about a seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, they're going to beat the each other. Um, What's your thoughts on that one? I go seven. We'll go seven. seven. Uh, they're going to beat the tar out of each other. That'll be an entertaining match. So, okay, so, okay, let me ask you this. So we would agree that Johnny Gorgano would go over Hook yes, for the championship, and then we would say that Powerhouse Hobbs would go over Lashley? Yes. Okay, next one. Once again, some of these are a little wonky, so I hope that they make sense. Death Triangle versus Judgment Day. Entertainment value? It's going to be a great match. So Death Triangle, just for everybody, is Penta... Phoenix and um, Pack versus Judgment Day, which is um, Dominic Mysterio, 
Oh my God. Uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Priest. Yes. I think that could be interesting. That'd be, that'd be entertaining. Okay. Realistically, that triangle, they'll have a good match with just about anybody. With anyone. Absolutely. You know, it's going to be spot fest, but it's going to be a good match. You will be entertained with that. I think the one thing that'll probably prevent it from being too much of a spot match, like a death triangle versus young bucks is that judgment day. I don't feel like they're as spotty. If that makes sense. They're not of that super Lucha Libre style wrestling, but Finn can, if he wants to Finn, definitely Finn can. Right. Yes. Dominic can to a lesser extent, but he can Right. Uh, Damian priest. Not so much. He's not going to be doing too much high flying. He's a big dude. He can, but he won't be to the extent of the others. Watching Dominic Mysterio wrestle is just like having flu-like symptoms. I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, it's pain. It's painful. He's just not, he's not there. Um, (laughs) What do you give that match on a scale of one to 10? More than you by the sound of it. No, um, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Dominic Mysterio. I'm saying the match could be great. on an entertainment value. Limit the kid being in it. About a seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, who who goes over? Hopefully, Death Triangle. Death Triangle go over. Okay. Now, now I'm starting to get into some really interesting stuff. You ready? Let's go. Ricky Starks takes on Austin Theory for the WWE. United States Championship on the line. That is going to be, I think, would be a great match. Who Hopefully wins? Ricky goes over. I, uh, I like Ricky. Uh, I I'm not a big fan of Austin Theory. That match would be okay. Six and a half. Do you ever see the guy think... smile? They say his, his mouth looks like the fiend's smile. It's got too many teeth. Look that shit up. It's weird. Anyway, I don't know if he's born with too many teeth. I'm not sure. All right. As you're looking that up, I'm going to announce the next match. House of House of Black versus the Imperium. So you got Gunther and his two boys. <laughs> I'm trying to think of their names. Hold on. There we go. The Imperium. So the Imperium is Gunther and let's see. Surprise, you don't know this. Me, I don't know. Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni. Is that was that correct? Well, I'm working on it for you. Gunther is supposed to be the host. Yeah, I am. Gunther, who's from Austria, Ludwig Kaiser, who's from Germany, and Giovanni Vinci, who's from Italy. So those Imperium, are the three members. Yes. What? That is the three members: Gunther, Ludwig I just, Kaiser. I just said that. I know. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, thank you. That's why I'm the host. Yes, I know. I know these poorly things. prepared host, but a host nonetheless. Hey, hey. Doesn't matter when you get to the party, as long as you're at the party. Um, who are you taking, House of Black or the Imperium? House of Black. Let's keep in mind. I mean, we got Malachi Black, 
aka Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, Murphy? and then um, Brody King. King. I mean, first of all, those are three heavy hitters. Now, Gunther is a big dude. He's not Brody King big. He's not Brody King big, no. That man is a unit. He is. Not to be confused with Mike Unit. No. Um, Not Mike Unit. Who are we taking in House of Black versus Imperium? Um, Imperium. Wow, interesting. Yeah, just throw it up a little bit different there. I like that. like that. Mixing it up a little bit. Look at you, bud. Yeah. All right. Next match. You ready? Let's go. We got Kenny Omega versus Finn Balor. Kenny Omega. Well, you know Finn Balor was the originator, the creator of the Bullet Club. Yes. But Kenny Omega gets a lot of consideration for being more of the well-known face of Bullet Club, especially the elite. Okay. A match that's a no-brainer there, I think. Kenny Omega, okay. Um, (laughs) Do you have a poltergeist in your house? Your printer's going off. We have a cordless printer. So... but Your wife's doing it. work right now at this hour of the night? Yeah, give me a minute. I'll tell you what she's working on. Butt's wife is a teacher, much like my wife is and much like I am. But there's a there's a pact within education that at a certain hour, you do not do any more grading papers or anything. She's working on kidsactivities.com. I'm guessing the, word, the letter of tomorrow is O. Yes. Or, uh oh, is there a number associated too? I don't know. We're working on it here. There's a pact. You don't do work after a certain time. You need to talk to my wife about that. She nope. needs the letter of the day tomorrow is O. Is O. All right. Yep. Um, next match, which I think this is going to be a really good one Young Bucks versus the Usos in ladder match. Oh, for the WWE Tag Team Championship. Well, so we know who wins. It's the Usos. Well, because you got to split these titles back and forth, right? AEW has to get some dubs. WWE has to get some wins. First off, talk about what a match is going to be. That is going to be a solid eight and a half. Nice. Maybe even a nine. That's going to be a banger. I like um, it. Usos are going to win. Usos are going to win. Um, MJF versus Seth freaking Rollins. What about that match? And it's an Iron Man match. That match is going to be disappointing. I don't think the two of them together actually could. I don't think those styles are going to jive. Okay. I think the best part of that would be if, if there was a feud happening would be the mic work. Okay. I don't know if Two of them together would have a great match. Honestly. No, I'm not just trying to be different here. Um, it's going to be a five. Five and a half. Whoa. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be anything spectacular. Um, MJF goes over. MJF goes over. All right. Here we go. Plus, Seth Rollins carries the match. But he carries the match. Okay. Um, next one is going to be Bray Wyatt. Versus Eddie Kingston in a lights-out, unsanctioned match. 
anything goes. Whoa. Yeah, I, I like Eddie Kingston. Bray's got that great character. That'll be a seven and a half. Uh, Bray goes over, though. Bray's more the name than Eddie Kingston's. Bray Wyatt goes over. I'm standing up here. I got to grab something. Hold on. Where the hell's this thing at? I'm going to plug the computer in. It's that's about what she die. said. What? What'd you say? That's, a, that's what she said. Where the hell is it? Where the hell is it? Damn right. Turn the lights on. I can't find anything. All right. Hold on. So, so far of all the matches I've announced so far, which one have you liked the best? Do you hear Probably me? Probably the ladder match. Yeah, I was thinking. You can't rush. This brain has so much going on, Michael. You can't rush it. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to reach this outlet. Oh, crap. This is the one halfway up your wall? Yep. It's the one that's halfway up the wall. And you still can't reach it? The one that Jay Lethal was giving me hell about. This is bad as the cottage I had rented this summer and they had outlets on a ceiling. I figured you designed that house. Damn right. You always need a good outlet. On a ceiling? You never know what you're going to be doing. On a ceiling? Hey, people put mirrors up there. That's all I'm going to say. I need to plug them in. Ready for the next match? Let's go. We got Britt Baker taking on Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. A lot of people have been talking about this. Yeah, Britt Baker wins. Whoa. Um, yeah. Whoa. No hesitation. Britt Baker wins. Bang. Done. Um, Seven. That, that'll get you a seven. Both of them are good wrestlers. But okay. Yeah. Time for Britt to go over. Um, Rhea Ripley takes on Jade Cargill for the TBS title. God, it's got to be a Rhea Ripley, but the match is going to be a five. Yeah, I agree with you. Rhea Ripley goes over to win the TBS championship. Uh, Jamie Hayter versus Becky Lynch for the AEW Women's Championship. I think they're Jamie both Hayter. Mm, no, um... Becky's Irish. That's right. Same difference. No, it's not, knucklehead. <laughs> Jamie Hayter wins. That'll actually be a good match. Seven and a half. That'll be good. I go Becky. Um, AJ Styles versus Hangman Adam Page. Hangman wins. Because I'm biased. You are biased. You're very biased. That's going to be a solid match. That's an eight and a half. Oh, that's going to be a great match. I think yeah, it will yes, be a great I match. Biased. I'm a big Hangman fan. I love Hangman as well. Hangman is one of my favorites. In this match, I think he goes for the buckshot lariat. He gets caught. Styles clash. One, two, three. AJ wins. Uh, Cody Rhodes takes on the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, in the best two out of three falls match. Cody. Cody. Uh, two out of three. It'll be good. It'll be a damn good match. It'll be stiff as shit. Yes, it will. Um, eight and a half. Ready for the next one? Yes, sir. 
Athena versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair? That's going to be a solid match, though. Both of them can go. Um, Bianca Belair, seven and a half. I'm going to go Athena. I like the way she's Not been violent recently. She's she's intense. Yeah, she's excellent. She's they're, they're both great. Yes. Um, here is a very interesting one. We got Willow and Ruby Soho, right? Mm-hmm. Taking on Damage Control, which is Io Shirai and Dakota Kai for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Who are you taking? Yeah. That's an interesting one there. Um Willow and Soho. Um, and what do you give that match? It's going to be good. Uh, we'll go seven. It's not going to be amazing, but it would be very good. Okay. Next match, the New Day versus the Acclaimed. Scissor Me Daddy for the yeah. AEW NXT Championships. They're both on the line. The Acclaimed. Uh, that that actually could be a good match. That would be a great match. Um, acclaim it'll be an eight. All right, in a match that I think would be great because I got to bring a little comedy in. Orange Cassidy versus R Truth. R Truth is ridiculously funny, and he can wrestle too. Don't forget that he can wrestle, but. I feel like Orange Cassidy is that subtle. Our truth is that more. Um, they're they're both. Our truth is a comedy genius. Why WWE or why someone has not used our truth as an actor in movies is beyond my level of comprehension. The man is legitimately funny. Our um, truth versus Orange Cassidy. Who you taking for the AEW All Atlantic? Orange Cassidy keeps the title. It'll be a quirky match. It will be. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. It will not be. Um, we'll go six. It's, it's 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 a fun match. Yeah, it's going to be a fun match. It's going to be quirky. That'll be about it. Next match, we got Braun Breaker, who is Rick Steiner's son, and he. May, well, here's another guy. Could he be thrown into the Royal Rumble as well and do really well and really start to get some street cred on the main roster uh, landscape? So. My God, I hope so. He needs it. He deserves it. He's taking on Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole's going to say, "You know what? Before you were the guy, I ran NXT. Old school, new school. What do you think about the match, Braun Breaker versus Adam Cole?" Uh, Braun Breaker for the win. Okay. Uh, solid match. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Another match I have here. I have WWE represented by Kevin Owens. KO. Mm-hmm. However, he takes on Daniel Garcia. That's him. Oh. Whoa. That is an interesting one there. Um. Kevin Owens is going to win, of course. Um, that's going to that's be a good match. That'll be an eight. An eight, I, I like it. Yeah, I think that'll be a, that'll be solid. Garcia is underrated. 
Garcia is very underrated, but I think Garcia, here are the people I think who are going to really, really help AEW out in the future. I think Garcia is going to be really, really good. Um, he should have broke away from the JAS. Remember they had that whole sports entertainer versus wrestler thing. And like mm-hmm. everyone wanted him to say, kiss off Chris Jericho. And he didn't. And I feel like that was a missed opportunity in my opinion. Do you know what I mean? He was so hot and then water got doused on it. Um, but he, he could be hot. You could, you could have him turn red hot in a month. You could torch him back up. I agree. Right. I mean, he's got that kind of, that the, um, what about PWG? Yep. Event. Bola. In, in LA, I think it was. Yeah. He was kicking the fans. Yes. Like, that's nuclear heat. It and is. When you actually start kicking the fans, cursing at them and flipping them off. I agree. That'll get you some attention. Uh, this next match might be the one that I kind of dropped the ball on. I don't know if this has already happened. Maybe you can clarify this or not, but Claudio Costanoli representing AEW versus Drew McIntyre. Well, it's got to be after happening by now. I would imagine. I would too. Uh, Drew for the win. Solid match. Seven and a half. All right. Coming up to my last matches here, but I'm leaving some good stuff. Uh, Darby Allen takes on Tommaso Ciampa. For the N or for the TNT Championship, that's going to be a good match. That is going to be neither yeah. guy cares about their body whatsoever. They are looking just to take the other guy out. The uh, Tommaso Ciampa with the win. That's that. you're that you're going to have a match, nine. I agree with and, that. And for me to say nine, it's it's something that's a lot. Yeah, like uh, I'm, I judge pretty hard on that. I'm, you know, I'm not like Dave Meltzer when it's in the Tokyo Arena dome place where everything's 47 stars first of all hold on have you watched you have not watched a lot of new japan have you nope okay have you ever watched a wrestle kingdom pay-per-view dude we're gonna have to have a watch along where we watch some of this stuff it's not just a bunch of hyperbole some of this stuff is amazing but i'll leave that for another conversation all right all right next match this is a long pay-per-view this is like a this is at least a four-night pay-per-view. Yeah. We're not talking two nights. Um, representing WWE, Ricochet. Because I always loved Ricochet. Ricochet's good. Very good. And I think he should be taking on somebody who I also feel is equally really good. Jungle Boy Jack Perry. That'd be good. Uh... Jungle Boy for the win. Whoa. Okay. It's going to be a good match. Seven and a half. I'll throw one in there, though, if I may. Sure. Take out Jungle Boy. Okay. We put in Sammy. Sammy Guevara. You know what? I left Sammy off of this event completely. I think that would be a better match. Sammy and Ricochet. That's probably a good call. That would be dynamite. That would be. <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but that would be amazing. Um, let's see. Hold on a second. I think I'm going to mess something up. Um, did I mention the match? Uh, let's see. 
MJF and Seth Rollins is for the AEW World Title. Well, you you mentioned that match. Yeah? It was implied. Still, be Seth wins. Seth Rollins wins or, the sorry, AEW. MJF wins. Seth carries it. Okay. All right. You ready for the main event? Let's go. Roman Reigns, the head of the table, clashes with a former friend. John Moxley. That'd be good. Um, it's not the match of the night, but it would be good. Uh, Roman wins. It's an eight. So, what is your favorite match on the card? Was it the TNT Championship, Tommaso and Darby? Yeah, it'd be that. Followed by the Acclaim. The Acclaimed? Acclaimed and then the uh, um, Young Buck ladder match. Young the Young Buck, Buck ladder match. Yeah. So I, let me count how many matches I put. I sat here last night in this exact love seat. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 matches. We could get that in an episode of Raw. Well, no. it is three hours long. But no, some of them need to be... Uh, 24 matches. Is 12 matches in one night a lot? Yes. That's a lot. Okay. So how many matches did they have for WrestleMania last year? Let me look that up. You're working on it? Okay. Yeah. Well, the, okay, how do you feel about the two-night events, really? I'm not a fan, to be honest. That's too much time. It's a lot, and I feel like on the weekends, maybe you'll agree with this, you got stuff to do. Like, And, and I'm not saying that, like, oh, it's a once-a-year thing. It is a once-a-year thing, but, I mean, eh, that's a lot. Yeah, but um, people still got stuff to do. Like, people do have people stuff work to do. weekends. Yes. You know, or you, you know you had to take care of stuff around your apartment or your house. Go get your groceries. You know, spend time with your significant other. Where will be? That's too much. Because I know Linda is not impressed. Because I'm like, okay, tonight and tomorrow night in the living room on the big TV, it's going to be WrestleMania. It, nope. Now, she doesn't get into wrestling whatsoever, does she? Well, she'll she will for a little bit, but she's not going to sit for two, three hours and watch it, no. Right. And if she does, she's generally playing on her phone or knitting or working on stuff for school, something like that. Kids these days always playing on their phone. Yeah. Tell you what. Um, let's see. I'm trying to look up to see how many matches were actually on WrestleMania 38's card. I can't find this. Let's see. I mean, I have the matches, but I just want a doggone number. I want to say there was close to 12. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, Let's WrestleMania see. 38. What do we got here? Uh, okay, I'm going to mount, announce the matches you count. Ready? So, hold on. I'm, I'm working on it. Seven, Two, three, seven, 16 matches. Between Over two nights. nights. Okay, 16. 7 and 9. 7 and 9. 
So I had 24 matches, so it would be 12 and 12. So, yeah. We're going to add a day. It's going to be... It's going to be the extravaganza of the week. It's going to be starting off on Monday. (laughs) Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Book it. That's right. So what what do you think about uh, what do you think about the super card that I I have here? What's your thoughts? It'd be fun. Am I winning Booker of the Year on the uh, Independent Podcast Wrestling Promotions uh, Awards? A couple of the matches we've had to work on, but for the most part, yes, it's a damn good card. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Only um, disappointing is no steel cage or nasty. Hell in a Cell. So I or... thought about Hell in a Cell. I did. No. No Inferno nothing. match. Well, I don't, I don't fancy the Inferno match, but <laughs> it's a bit much. Right? No exploding barbar matches. Well, at least not if AEW is doing it. No, that's not how. AEW is going to have to. Uh, they're going to have to do another one to just kind of like. Get back to no mimosa matches. No, that was dumb. That was that was really silly. I don't um, mind. I don't mind gimmick matches. I actually thoroughly enjoy gimmick matches, as long as they don't get completely overdone. Then right. it's because then it's meh. Who cares? I watched this last week. If you have a a ladder match, because ladder matches are amazing, but if you do it every week. Or if you do it once a month, even for that matter. Uh, I've seen that last month. Because you only do so much. That's great. The guy goes off the top, out of the ring, through a table. But you see that ten times this year. It's not as big a deal anymore. No. Right? you, you got to leave it a like, little bit, little samples. Make us want him more. That's right. you got to tease him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want some barbed wire <laughs> and sparklers? Oh, it was so so bad, so bad. That was bad. Um. So anyway, uh, what what else is on your mind as far as the world of wrestling is concerned? Uh, that's about it. Oh, uh, did you see the Sting, Derby, and Muda match? I have not yet. Nor have I. All right. Well, let's move on from that. Yes. Uh, I was going to ask you how it was, but I um, will. I. Yeah. Nothing really. That's about it. I will. Uh, I'll see that match, and I will get back to you, and I will tell you exactly my thoughts on that, because I too am excited about what that match uh, it looked like, because once again, I'm a big. <sighs> I'm a big fan of, of Japan, you know, Japanese wrestling in New Japan. I want to actually educate myself more on all Japan pro wrestling. Um, I believe, which was Baba's and I want to find that out, but um, yeah, I'm going to check out that match. I also did check out night two of rest was right. Night two of wrestle kingdom and new Japan. They have um, new Japan, I guess America. And I was checking that out as well. Um, Switchblade, Jay White is going to be taking on uh, Eddie Kingston. I think that's going to be a really good match as well. So, very, very interesting. Um, I got a random ma- match for your super card. Yes. No, we, we need one more match. Yeah, well, I mean, 24, so, not enough. Not 25. 
Serena Deeb. Oh. Okay. All right, hold on. Are you going to say Shayna Baszler? No. Oh, okay. No. Natty Neidhart. Whoa. Uh, let's do like a Iron Woman match. Something like that. Okay. I like it. That'd be a good match. It is. I, I, I would be entertained by that. Yes. I agree. I think that would be really cool. Okay, both be... of them are dynamite in the ring. Very technical. I did it again. Didn't you did it again. Both of, but seriously, they're both incredible in the ring. They are. Right? That'd be a good match. It would be. Would be a tremendous match. You know what else is tremendous? Tuesday nights, getting to hang out with me. Tuesday nights hanging out with the butt, talking some wrestling. We're not experts. We're not professionals. We're not professionals, or however that phrase used to go. Um, we're just having some fun, talking some wrestling, WWE, AEW, all the stuff in between. I'd like to talk a little bit about news as well. So if you're enjoying this podcast, you can find us anywhere fine podcasts are made available. You can find us on a lot of different places. Let me actually pull up where you can find us because I think that it is important that you know where to find us. Uh, let's see here. Cause I always tell you where you can find us, but there's new ones. You can find us on Apple iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher, Deezer, Lisbon. You can find us on, um, the brand new podcast platform, radio.com mobile Spotify. You can find us on iHeartRadio. You can find us on and anywhere else you get your fine podcasts. We are absolutely free of charge. Once again, Absolutely free of charge. All you have to do is download it. It is the Front Row Material Podcast. Our founders are Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck. It is me and the butt carrying you through each and every single week, talking about all the fun things that are happening in the world of wrestling. Um, also, if you are a big, big fan of all things wood, you like that? <laughs> if you're a fan of all things wood, whether there be cutting boards, um, which are a big, big thing. I'm learning more about those now. Or if you want to commission a piece, if you're interested in toys, or maybe if you're interested in wood furniture, whatever this may be, there's an individual who definitely can help you out with that. His name is Christopher Butt. Butt has his own company, and the name of the company is? CB79 Wooden Toy Maker. That's the name of the company? Yep. I it like is. it. I like it. And where can people reach you if they would like to commission something made out of wood? Yeah, so I'm on Facebook. I have a little page, uh, CB79 Wooden Toy Maker. I'd uh, love if you gave me a follow and something you're looking for. Send me a message. I can't say I can build everything, but I can build a lot of stuff. Uh, mainly do a lot of toys. That's what got the ball rolling, doing toys for Linda's school. And so I yeah, do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I do some epoxy boards. I've done cutting boards, serving trays, all kinds of random odds and ends. And yeah, send me a message. Give me a follow. If you're looking for something, I might be able to do it for you. I'll definitely give it a try. And it's all handcrafted. I don't have a CNC machine. It's just a little wood shop in my basement. I do it all by hand. No, nothing's outsourced. It's all made out of quality hardwood no pine nothing like that this stuff is meant to last i like it so follow him um you can also if you're more of a twitter person and you're listening to this show and you're like man i really like that i don't do the facebook thing but is there another way people can get a hold of you on the twitter 
Yeah, so on Twitter, I have my page, uh, at gotnoof2291, at G-O-T-N-E-W-F-2291. Give Perfect. me a follow there, send me a message. I'll talk about just about anything. Absolutely. Um, and, and once again, I can tell you right now, I can speak from experience. His products are world-class. They are the top. Um, his province in Canada uh, is just realizing how big of a deal the butt is right now. He just got a part of one of the biggest uh, shows, these trade shows um, that just literally happened. We've been talking about over the Christmas holiday season. It was a smashing success and I fully expect 2023 to be a very busy schedule for the butt. A lot of shows taking on new clients, but once again, if you do have something you're interested in, go ahead and hit him up with a message. He'll obviously give you a quote, and then obviously you can take things from there. But if you want quality craftsmanship, and I'm telling you, not because he's a friend of mine, but because I've seen a lot of stuff out there. We've talked about this, but and there's a lot of people who just put half-ass stuff out there. Yours is 100% quality. It's great. It lasts for generations to come. So please, please consider. If you're going to open your wallet, open it to the butt. That sounded dirty, but I appreciate where you're going with it. You're very, you're very <laughs> welcome. Sometimes it sounds good in my mind, and then I say it, and I'm like, okay, yeah. But at least I didn't say open your butt. I said open your wallet to the butt, which also does not. No, well, let, let, let's move on. We're gonna let sleeping dogs yeah, lie if they let, will. Let that one go, bud. Yes. Uh, once again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You know where to find us. You know, we talk wrestling here as well. I also will mention this. Shining Wizards podcast is an amazing podcast. There's so many shows out there that you can listen to. I think a lot of people generally, when they follow the wrestling genre, they follow, uh, you know, ad-free shows and they follow Mr. Conrad Thompson, which he does a great job. Don't get me wrong. But there's also a lot of people out there who put on great shows. Um, Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast does an amazing job. Marking Out is a great podcast as well. So, so many different things. Please follow them and make sure that you like them, subscribe to them so you don't miss an episode of that either. With that being said, I hope the rest of the week is treating you well. Uh, continue to follow us on social media. You got the butts. I am at Mike, M-I-K-E-F-R-E-L-A-N-D. Love to go ahead and interact with you as well. Hit me up. Let me know what your thoughts are. With that being said, this has been the Front Row Material Brand. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and and my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of NLW.